Welcome to the Yes You Can podcast, a soft place to land for fit pros and aspiring entrepreneurs looking for a motivational cheerleader who's been through it all and believes your best life is about being brave and tapping into your magic. Hi, I'm Hannah Pratt, an online coach and vulnerability queen. I'm here ready to share my experiences through grief, life, and finding my place on the podium to help you level up. So grab a latte and a notebook and get ready to be inspired through the Yes You Can podcast. Hey friends, welcome to this episode of the Yes You Can podcast. Today's episode is actually a recording of my free masterclass, Five Keys to Fitness Instructor Mastery. Now I deliver these live and after about 72 hours, the recordings, the replays go dormant. Um, and so this is the first time I'm actually offering this beyond the time frame of those who have signed up. This one was recorded on the, what was it, 13th? Yeah, 13th of February. Uh, so that's earlier this week. We're on the 18th of February of 2023 right now. And this is the seventh round I've done because the masterclasses are these launch events to the opening of Instructor Magic. Instructor Magic is my online course for fitness instructors who want to level up in these five areas. So motivation, musicality, marketing, personal branding is included in marketing, social media is included in marketing, learning how to fill your classes is included in marketing, voice and presence, so becoming the most confident instructor, including room leadership, um, and then as well coaching and cueing. So how do you become that really like elevated instructor who can deliver complex choreography who can cue effectively, who can have new riders and veterans and make sure that everybody's getting wonderful experience no matter how many people are in the room. So I created Instructor Magic because there was nothing like it at the time. Now, there's a few other courses that I've seen pop up since I first launched Instructor Magic more than, not more than, coming up on two years ago, which is wild, but I was in the process of creating it definitely uh, more than two years ago. It took me about six months to put the curriculum together to build my audience, to launch it. And at the time, there was nothing like it. And I still feel like it's completely unique in the curriculum that I teach, my approach, and the way that I draw on my years of being a DJ and marketing and all the sort of stuff. I'm about to close doors, which is going to be in two days' time. So February 20th, I'm closing doors at midnight. Um, the reason I do this is because launching takes a ton of energy, <laughs> Like this is something I teach my clients how to do launching courses and it takes a lot of energy. And at, at some point, like 10 days in, I'm just ready to serve the students who are already inside and sort of move on. At some point, um, probably not in the too distant future, I'm going to be offering Instructor Magic as a self-paced course. But there's something truly magical, for lack of a better word, that happens when you're with a group of people who you get to know. And even though I could open doors to Instructor Magic at any time and just let people in, the fact that everybody's learning together, they get to know each other from different corners of the world. I have people from Kuala Lumpur. I have people from Australia. I have people from the US, Canada, of course, the Netherlands, China, like they're, they're from everywhere and all coming together with this common goal. So it's, it's this cohort style of learning has been really important to me because it's an online course. And so this feeling of belonging is something, and this community is has been a really, um, I don't say so, like surprise benefit. And so this round has more than twenty five people in it, and I'm looking for another five before I close doors on Monday. And so I wanted anybody 
who hasn't taken part in my masterclasses yet to have the opportunity to listen in on this one. Now, this is a long episode because these masterclasses are like packed full of information. It's a long listen. I encourage you to come back to it anytime you need some inspiration. The links to Instructor Magic are in the show notes. And so before you get to the very end where I talk about the discount, just as an FYI, that discount is only for people who attended the masterclasses live. However, I have created one for podcast listeners and it is Feb 50 and that's $50 off of Instructor Magic for this round. So if you happen to catch this in the time that doors are open, love to see you inside. And I just added a five month payment plan as well to make it as accessible as possible. I also just announced guest instructor and I got her name wrong in the masterclass. I'm fully owning that. I was just full of like excitement at the time. Rowan Aida. And so she is a, uh, and I mean, like where to even start? She's a global Nike trainer. She's the founder of Elevate by Rowan. She has just opened a studio in the Netherlands and she's a guest coach at Velo Cycle, which is an amazing studio there as well. So she's going to be doing a guest masterclass for this round And her masterclass will be available in future rounds as well, but there's going to be a live coaching. So Instructor Magic, I'm going to talk about that at the end of this masterclass because we get into that. We get into a lot of amazing Q&A. This podcast episode is quite literally everything live. So you're going to hear me talking about people in the chat, responding to what they're saying. It's completely authentic. I'm not editing it in the slightest. And I hope this gives you A, inspiration, um, whether you're teaching right now or not. B, it gives you a sense of like, I have some next steps. I have some tangible outcomes because I give you tangible things in every single section. And then C, if you decide that this is the next step for you to join Instructor Magic, I'd love to see you inside. Shoot me a DM and let me know that you listened to this podcast episode and I would love it if you shared it with others. Finally, if you're an aspiring instructor, reminder that you can join Podium Prep at any time. The cost for the course is less than $100 and it is a seven module mini course that's honestly not even a mini course on how to prepare for an audition how to like literally scripts to send a studio owner when you're ready to teach and you want to start to initiate that conversation with them how to leverage relationships and get ambassadors to um, vouch for you to help you if there aren't open auditions like we don't do open auditions at wheelhouse we haven't in multiple years and so people who come who join the roster are ones who have initiated those conversations. And so these opportunities are out there. You just might not know about them. And if you're waiting for somebody to give you permission to go become an instructor and audition, um, you might be waiting for forever. So that is today's episode. Again, if you want to join Instructor Magic, the code is FEB50, and that will get you $50 off all of the payment plans, pay in full, up to five months. It's slightly more for the five-month pay plan, but very like marginally so. And just to cover the, the cost of some of my technology and time to, to create that payment plan. That's it, friends. I hope you enjoy this masterclass. From wherever you're listening, please take me at Hanaro Spin if you do listen. And let me know, of course, if you love the episode. I would appreciate a rating and review at the end. Enjoy. I'm so excited to welcome you all here tonight. Um, so I'm just going to get myself sorted and make sure I can see everything. There is a poll. I would love to know who you are. Um, you should be able to see Jenna, Keegan, amazing. And let me know where you're from because it's always really cool to see like how global we are. And I've had a few people message me being like, it's going to be 4 a.m. where I am. So I'm, I'm not going to be there live, but I will catch the replay. And everybody can see 
the chat afterwards as well. So in the chat, say hello. We're going to have time for questions at the end. I'm going to go through like what to expect and all of that. But I love to see how many of you are here, where you're from. Um, I visited a ton of studios around the world and I'm going to this year too. So it's great. Okay, so we have indoor cycling instructors, 66%, aspiring instructors, 29%, just here for fun. Amazing. Australia. See, I knew it. Janet. Janet's here. Rhode Island. Arizona. Cool. Utah. Unreal. Calgary. Phoenix. Oh, y'all. I'm excited. I'm excited. Make sure to tell me if anything uh, sounds weird with my sound, but otherwise I'm assuming you can hear me because you're responding. Janet is an icon. I just need to mention this. She's one of my riders here in Winnipeg. Meadow Lake, Rhode Island, Brazil, BC. Okay, I'm so excited, everyone. It's going to be a great night. I like. I promise you, if you don't already have your notebooks out, get them out now and feel free to tag me in any photos you take. I would love to repost. I'd love to follow. I'd love to get to know you all. Beyond our time here, we did one yesterday and people got some amazing wins already. So I expect it's going to, it's going to happen here too. I'm looking over here because this is where the chat is. So if you see me looking at two screens, that's what I'm doing. Hey, Leslie. This is Leslie from Instructor Magic Leslie slash Visual. Yes. Unreal. Okay. So everybody, I'm going to go through this. I'm actually going to see if I can move my little head over somewhere else. Um, just so I'm not blocking. There we go. Okay, great. So I'm going to remind everybody why you showed up. Some of you were signing up like an hour ago. Others signed for the minute, like the minute that I posted this webinar was happening again. And this is the seventh round. So I have done a ton of these and I'm just as excited as the first time, to be honest, because I, I know that you're gonna get all of this out of today's webinar and get excited to have some wins that you can implement right away, whether you're teaching or not yet. So by the end of this webinar, I want you to know that consistently waitlisted rides are possible for you. Whether you're teaching right now or you're on your way to becoming an instructor, this is, like sometimes I think that we, we limit ourselves by what we think is true for us. And honestly, that's one of our biggest mistakes. And so I want you to start with this mindset belief because it is a big part of how I teach that consistently waitlisted rides or classes are possible for you. Why marketing yourself, aka promoting your rides, inviting people to them, talking about themes, doing co-leads, all the stuff that we think is, can be salesy or self-promotion is actually a gift to others. How to give quick wins to your riders through one track only um, and clients through how you structure your entire playlist and my approach to playlisting structure that is different than just BPMs and speed. I'm just, oh, Chicago, amazing. So I, went, I get distracted very easily. So I'm gonna stop looking at the chat for just a second. And my top tips for approaching motivation and how to find inspiration. There's gonna be a slide here that's all different themes of motivation. <clears throat> excuse me, that you can take a, a photo of, you'll have the replay. And after this webinar, I'm going to send you actually a three-page workbook that I've plucked directly from Instructor Magic that you can see my quick template in action so that you can search a really like, I love talking about theory, but like put it into practice, right? And you'll get a sneak peek into my course, Instructor Magic, which I'm sure you've all heard about before. I hope you have. If not, we're going to talk about what that looks like. And then we'll have a Q&A at the end. And of course, you have a special offer for joining Instructor Magic, we start on Sunday and we already have an amazing group of people who have joined. Uh, NYC, amazing. Is any, I just booked a trip to Vegas. I'm waiting to see if anybody's from Vegas here, but maybe not. I'm coming to NYC next though, uh, Marcella. 
And so again, if you stick around, you'll get my PDF template for high motivate at the end. And I will send that through an email. I'll get an email directly after um, one from Webinar Jam and then one from my actual email service with all of these goodies. Again, champagne pop to Instructor Magic. This is the seventh round. We have some amazing guest coaches. We have Rowan, um, I'm playing out her, out her last name, Adia, I think is her last name, um, from the Netherlands, who has just confirmed that she's going to be a guest coach. She was at the Experience in Mexico this past December. She's unreal. She's a Nike-sponsored athlete. And I have another one from SoulCycle who I'm going to reveal later this week. And then a one-on-one -on -one bonus where I will actually review your video, uh, a class, if recorded class or a recorded track or recorded anything. I'll send you video feedback if you enroll by tomorrow at midnight. Okay, so this is a really great time to remind you to put away your phone unless you're taking photos of what we're doing um, and just pause, take the next hour to really focus on your instructor journeys. Part of what I talk about tonight is taking yourself seriously and learning and focusing is something that starts with just like making space for it, right? And so just first of all, congratulations that you've chosen to do this tonight. I'm so happy you're here. It's like such a great first step. And I know you're going to be leaving inspired. And the more you focus on it, the more inspired you're going to be. Okay, so for those of you who don't know me, I have Janet here, who's one of my riders. And uh, there's a very like well-known video of her up on the podium. So and yesterday I had some of my riders in the in the room as well, which is really cool. But for those of you who don't know me, I actually started out getting into performing as a DJ. I was quite literally a club DJ at, at, at clubs on Friday and Saturdays. I was an opener and then I slowly made my way to being a headliner and actually ended up touring a little bit in Canada until it came to the point where I had to sort of like drop that. But that's where I bring a lot of my playlisting from, quite literally having a dead dance, dance floor and learning how to fill it by playlist music choice and even switching things up. So very energetic profiling, which we're going to talk about in a few minutes when I get to musicality. I also have a podcast. Um, in my day-to-day, -day, I'm an award-winning communications and marketing director for Wheelhouse, and I also oversee the training of our motivators here in Winnipeg alongside Taylor Renault, our the owner of Wheelhouse. I've created three online courses, Podium Prep for Aspiring Instructors. So if you're not quite on the podium, this is a really great place to start. It teaches you all the things you need to know to rock your first audition. Instructor Magic for more established pros and studio owners. And I have more than 200 instructors from around the world, as you've seen here today. Um, in that community, we have a Facebook group where we're sharing remixes, playlists, struggles, wins, all the stuff every single day. I've launched three 10K plus Instagram accounts with international followings. I've headlined in towards a DJ and I've led probably thousands of waitlist classes at this point because we're, we're deep into round seven. I need to update this. And my tagline is, yes, you can. It's also the name of my podcast. So here's some like highlights from my career. Again, as a DJ, I actually opened for Steve Aoki before he was quite as famous as he is now, uh, which is one of my claims to fame. I had created a DJing 101 course for Manitobans a few years ago with my DJ partner. Um, my quickest waitlist metric was 28 seconds for one of my classes in 2021. And as a marketer, I manage social media, my account, obviously, that's how we probably a lot of us have connected and Milhas as well. So my superpower in the way I lead is with really big energy in my rides. Anybody who comes from a ride expects a certain level of high energy and they buy into that, but also big emotion. I've always been known as a true motivator, somebody who communicates and inspires with this soul shaking motivation. And at first, I didn't really know how to template it. And at first, I felt kind of uncomfortable on the microphone, even though I quite literally have a master's degree in communications and trained 
in broadcast journalism. The minute I got on the podium, I was like, um, what? Why is this so awkward? Why is this so hard? I couldn't believe how anxious I felt before every single ride for my first, I would say, six months. The 6 a.m. rides where you don't get any sleep the night before, the ones where you see your roster kind of like really like low and you're wondering what it's going to take to get people to come. I couldn't believe how easy my favorite instructors had made it look like, you know, the ones who inspire you to get on the podium. I couldn't believe how easy they made it look and how hard it was turning out to be for me, even though I felt super confident going to my audition and training. It was like the real day to day where I was questioning whether I was actually going to stick in it. And I'm, I'm being completely honest. There were a few moments where I was not sure. I was desperate to speed up the learning process. And so I took how I approached things in my nine to five and started applying it into my fit pro journey. And I sped up that process quite a bit. And this is what I'm sharing with you tonight. So I believe truly wholeheartedly that every instructor, if you're here, if you're teaching, oh, Janet, love you. If you're here and you're teaching right now, you have the potential to make an impact on the lives of your clients. And even if you're not teaching, you have this potential as well. But often certifications that we are put through as instructors, and believe me, I have seen them, I've been in them, and I've had many people join Instructor Magic after taking them. We don't go beyond the fundamentals, but beyond bike setup, mechanics, coaching and queuing, but at a very basic level. We don't go into marketing. We don't go into themes. We don't go into events. We don't go into strategic partnerships, collaboration, social media. We don't talk about what words will make somebody feel and connect and feel like they really are getting you. And these drills, this is my least favorite word in, in recycling and especially rhythm cycling is drills. Um, it feels very like there's a hierarchy, right? Like it's a, you're a drill sergeant and that's not what we are about. If you're here, you probably have very aligned values with me. So I'm making some assumptions. And when you're left on your own without any of this training, or maybe you got some of it, but then now you're on the roster and you're not seeing the, the numbers of people who are connecting with you. And so you start to lose confidence, right? So you start to feel lost, anxious, scared, overwhelmed, lackluster class attendance, which makes you more anxious. And if this is resonating, I think it'd be really helpful if you, if you've ever felt like this as an instructor, please put this in the chat. Because one of the things I love about these webinars is that we connect with others who have felt the same way. And I have full stop felt this way early on in my instructor career, where again, I was on the cusp of quitting because I felt like I was an imposter. Um, yeah, <laughs> great. See, people are connecting right now in the chat. Um, and so if you felt like this ever, please put it in the chat because again, people feel the same way. And this is a really great place to support each other and just be like, yeah, I've been there. And so when I started to look at what was working for me and what was working for other instructors and how I could extrapolate parts of that and start to apply it, yay, Keegan, um, I realized there was five keys to my instructor success. And I'm actually going to be even going beyond these five keys in this round and talking about different themes because when you take yourself out of it being about me, about Kagan, about Hannah, about Megan, about anybody, and actually looking at the, the five areas that we can really deepen our knowledge in and work through, 
it makes it so much easier to be successful. And it's not just about who you as or are as a person. In fact, it's just about doing these certain things really well consistently over and over again and having people then respond to it. Yeah, Brittany, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Kala, yeah, right? So, and sometimes we'll see this, just for the record, sometimes you won't experience this right away. Sometimes you'll come in, you'll have a community ride. People will be like, rah, 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 yay, new motivator, new instructor. And you'll have this like success that we see where people, you're kind of like the new kid at school where you're popular and people are excited. That often happens. And then afterwards, after everybody comes and gets to know you a little bit, sometimes the numbers can start to dwindle. And you were like, wow, that feels like the worst. That is really rocking my confidence right now. And so when we talk about these five things, we're going to get into it right away. Um, this is a really great time to get out your notepad and start and start because we're going to talk about coaching as our first key. So coaching is the difference maker. But, and I'm going to start talking really fast because <laughs> I get excited. Coaching is the difference maker between instructors who can deliver complex choreography and those are, who are plateaued. So when I see an amazing instructor who's really effective, coaching is one of the main things that they do really well. So when I say coaching, let's define what that means. It's the secret sauce to communicating. It's asking for energy and effort and describing what that looks like and why it's important. Heather, we got you. Don't worry. You're in the right place. And when you see tight coaching, you know it, not because you even notice what that instructor is doing, but because you notice how everybody in that room is in sync. You notice how it's almost like a synchronized swimming sort of team. And even when there's a variety of ability, like Janet knows, um, and I should be calling out Janet, if you haven't seen her, you have to find, I'm going to, I'm going to post the reel of her and I uh, on my stories right after this. Like, I have people from all ages, all abilities come to my ride, quite literally. I play a lot of throwbacks songs. So I attract people from every single age. And one thing I'm really proud of is that my coaching ability allows every single person to find effort and to find their, their limit within that room. And everybody still looks together. There's all on the same lead leg. Even if they're up, like not up out of the saddle racing, they are clapping in sync. They are getting the movements in the saddle and they know exactly how it should feel so that when they're ready to rise up, when they're ready to take on that new challenge, they feel already like they're part of the group and they're not like completely behind. And this is effective coaching will come into play when you have six new riders, 20 veterans, three people who haven't been there in three years and so forth and so forth. <laughs> Janet's amazing. Yeah, we love Janet. <laughs> oh my God, it's making so happy. Okay, so let's talk about some tangibles. We talked about like what, effective coaching is. Now let's talk about like how you can do this right now. And this is, again, coaching is one module in Instructor Magic where we go through an entire, like, I don't know, eight lessons specifically on this. So this is like just scraping the surface of Instructor Magic. But for those who are teaching, especially cueing is one section of a really effective coaching. When we talk about that tight room, we think about the Christina Giroux of the world and she has a masterclass inside Instructor Magic. A really effective cueing is a part of that. So you build your room by giving them a really solid knowledge of what you're asking for, why it's important, and then you get to layer choreography. And when you cue it, you don't then need to go into a big, long explanation, 16 seconds, 13 seconds, or 32 seconds or more, where you over-explain 
what something is going to be like when you do it in 16 to 32 seconds. It should be like this. And so you can still count people in at Wheelhouse. We go four, three, two, one, especially if there are newer people in the room. And so it could be two pumps, two tap back, slow pump, slow dip, cross. And I say that and immediately people know that the next eight counts, they're in. I will start that by saying two pumps, two tap backs and four, three, two, one. And then we layer it. So within eight seconds, you can cue the first part. Then you can layer on the second part. You can offer options. You can say option, just rise up. And all of that happens very, very quickly. And when you start to coach and cue really quickly, your room will connect with you and remain connected with you because they're going to be paying attention. <laughs> it's like playing a game of Simon Says. And they know that once you start to speed it up, they have to sort of listen instead of disconnecting, instead of putting their heads down. So you're getting this really beautiful um, kind of like tertiary benefit of having tight coaching, tight cueing, because people's eyes are up and they're on you and they're giving you eye contact, which is one of my favorite things. I say eyes up a lot. That's another cue. Find new ways to say what you mean. So in yesterday's webinar, we talked, there was a really great question at the end from somebody who's like, I feel like I'm a broken record of saying the same things. And I'm like, this is a post I recently made where when you record yourself and one of the bonuses for joining Instructor Magic by tomorrow night is you can record yourself and I will give you feedback. And I am a very good feedback giver. I love to coach people, love to mentor people. So it's not going to be a like, that was awful. It'll be like, that was great. Here's some areas where I think you can strengthen yourself. But finding new ways to say what you mean instead of saying the same thing over and over and over again to the point where you get sick of your own voice will give people who learn differently different cues as to what you mean. So some people might not have a hot clue what you mean when you say an eight out of 10. They're like, I don't even know what my 10 is. I don't even know what my five is. So when you say, I want you to picture yourself pedaling through sand right now. Most people will be like, oh, okay, I got to add it in, right? So coaching also applies to resistance. And Cortland, who's a motivator at Cycle London, I don't know if anybody's out in the UK, um, she does a whole masterclass in Instructive Magic on effective resistance, progression, and regression of your room. And the, because coaching is also reacting to what's happening in the room, right? If we're just sticking to our plan and cueing something and people have no idea what we mean, we need to have the ability to masterfully pause and back off and regress and understand that maybe asking them to push further just because we had a plan to do that doesn't actually, it's not going to be helpful for anybody. Yes, Maddie. Oh gosh. Yeah. So we're in Winnipeg here. Uh, Maddie's in Calgary. How they would feel riding outside with all the snow ice. Yeah. I mean, ice, I'd be like, you're not slipping and sliding, but the snow for sure. Right. I also even like to make them laugh and be like, pretend you're pedaling through the obstacles of your week or all something of your week. And that'll immediately get them to sort of add in. Describing that effort in new ways. One of the exercises we do in Instructor Magic is uh, literally a synonym exercise where uh, there's a hot list of new ways to say things that I, I've heard people traditionally say. Because once you start to get into the crutch of saying like Cora and shoulders back and down and you a lot of people will cue things, but not really real reason, um, it can feel redundant, right? So again, keeping that connection with your room, keeping them paying attention to you will benefit the energy as well. 
So let's get into musicality. That's coaching. That's one part of an eight-part lesson in Instructor Magic, but hopefully that gives you a quick win. The eight-count cue, describing effort, finding ways to say what you mean, progression, regression, and being flexible. Got it. <laughs> okay. So musicality. Now, you might have a, a particular studio like method of creating a playlist that is required by your studio. The way I teach musicality and playlisting in Instructor Magic does not compete with that plan. I've had a million people from Cycle Bar, for instance, join Instructor Magic, like so many, um, and they have a specific, specific track one. I actually don't know if there's anybody from Cycle Bar here. I'd love to know. And okay, there's some great questions coming in. I'm going to pause on that one, um, Mike. But so your studio might have a specific type of playlist structure, right? This is not talking about that in terms of the speed or what's actually happening choreography-wise. I am talking about energetic profiling. So each track having a purpose to support the energy you want to see in the room. Now, again, I said at the very beginning, I'm a very high energy motivator. I expect and I demand quite a bit of energy in my room, but I also give them time to like pause and be quiet and be silent. It's not like balls to the wall the entire night. It is there's very specific and strategic purposes for each track. Ashen, yay, amazing. Cycle, okay, so the cycle book people. So track one is usually flat road, no choreography. So for, for that example, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the energy of your track one. So it goes beyond BPMs and choreography. And you know when you have a really high energy room that you can really give them any sort of choreography or not choreography. Um, and they'll receive it because the song will carry them through. So an example of this would be track one. Now, again, in Search Imagine, you get all of the 10 tracks and what they're supposed to do and all of my playlists and all the examples. But let's just pluck one track. Let's just talk about track one. It is a quick win. Now, when I talk about the time, again, that might be your studio might have a four minute. That's fine. But we're not talking about the five minutes. We're not talking about the six minutes. We're not talking about the seven minute tracks because your riders need to get into the room and into the work and forgetting about their day and forgetting about whatever's bothering them and forgetting about the person that cut them off and all the stuff they have to do with this. And the quicker they can get a win under the belt, the faster they are going to be willing to work for you and work for each other and be connected to the work, right? And so when we keep it a tight win, a tight like time frame, and they're already in track two, they're gonna be like, holy macaroni, I'm already like, killing this i'm in track two track, track three you love when people leave the room be like that went by so fast that's amazing that has nothing to do with how hard it was going by fast means they're enjoying themselves it's designed to set you and your riders up for success it's also the concert starting lights down low champagne pop and should sound like it just so it's not just about the quick win and the time like the length of time it's also about the feeling so End of Time by Beyonce is a really great example track. There's this like, like I will, yes, I'm like this in every situation. And so, oh, Keegan, okay, great. That's a great question. I will come back to that. So when you have a, uh, a really iconic beginning, like Gangster's Paradise or Hip Hop by Dead Prez, or any other track that's like, I have a whole Best Ride Openers playlist for my Instructor Magic students. And I can give you some examples from there. But it has like a really interesting opening. So it almost like at Wheelhouse, we turn all the lights down. I 
say, I start my ride by asking one real important question and we only get going when it's nice and loud. Wheelhouse, how you feeling? They all cheer. The lights are completely off. I press play. And then within the first five seconds, I expect them to cheer or get excited because of how I've chosen that track. So I just did Edge of 17. um, That has a really good like guitar riff. That's another example. Um, That's that was a remix. And everybody started cheering immediately because they're excited about that. So quick win. I mean that it is that is the type of track that I call it. So it's you are you can congratulate your riders, but that's not quite what I mean. I'm a quick win is a track that is short, that is high energy, that is fun, that is recognizable, that is like, it's almost like the track that like, okay, so imagine you're on the dance floor or you're at a club and there's nobody on the dance floor. It's the song that gets you to the dance floor, whether it's because of how energetic it is and everybody's like, wow, this is amazing. Or it is something that you know, you recognize and you're like, oh. And that's my song. I need to go to that song. So whatever it's going to work for your riders, your community. Um, but it's it's like, it feels like a quick win. It feels like an immediate, yes, I love this ride right off the hop. Instead of a really lengthy track that's five minutes, that's got like tons of buildup in the, in the chorus into the beat drop. Like that is a great finisher. That is a great final track right before weights. Your first track should be something that is gives people that feeling of a quick win. Yeah, hype song opener. Perfect. Now let's talk about motivational tracks in the musicality portion. Um, Again, I'm sort of in my own way here. I feel like I should move my head around, but I'll just leave it. So the best motivational tracks are not the ones that have the most amazing lyrics. Those are great too as well. Um, But when you are talking about a signature motivational track, they are going to allow you to shine more than the song or at least have a 60-40 split. If you have a track that is completely full of lyrics the entire time um, and is not allowing for you to actually add on to that, it's not going to be your best motivational track ever. There's going to be ones that don't even really need you and those are fine. So an example is like Lose Yourself by Eminem. You have to pick your moments in that track, right? Because it is so powerful. It doesn't really need you to go that much harder on it. I tend to now because people know it well enough and I know the way I deliver it. So I'll turn down the volume a little bit and like add to it in really iconic moments. But I kind of let that track do its thing. Now, when you play, since I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in just a second, but the time when you put a motivational track in your ride is also not. So we just talked about track one, hype song opener. Great, great definition again. Your motivation track needs to come after you've done the, the hardest work, like besides the final track. It needs to come after you've established choreography. It needs to come after you've gone through some really powerful um, resistance pushes. The motivation is to keep them going, is to keep them believing that they can finish this ride, is to make them sink deeper after they've already gotten a really good sweat on. They've taken off their hoodie. They're in the ride with you. And now you reveal something deeper about what's about to happen. So after weights, after heavy climb, final track, I usually do mine after my weight track when I have weights. And when I talk about that silence and that lack of lyrics, um, I'm going to use example. My signature track for motivation is called Paradiso. You haven't used it. If you haven't heard it yet, I would encourage you to. It has a really hard beat drop, but it is amazing. Lunar by David Guetta is also an amazing one. 
and neither of them have any lyrics. But what they do have is an incredibly powerful melody, beat drop and build up that gives me a ton of space to bring the motivation home. And Paradiso, let me give you a little example. I'm going to talk a little bit of what about what I say. It has a very strong 64 beat. You can take it slow. You can take it fast. I usually take it slow. And at about 30 seconds in, 24 seconds in, the beat drops away. And I say, that beat's going to go away. That's okay. We don't need it. And everybody's climbing. And for a moment, it is pure silence. And all you can hear are the flywheels going, the pedals going, people's heavy breath. And I just allow that silence to be. A big mistake that people make when they try to motivate is they over speak and they don't actually allow silence just to allow those people in that room to have space to like get into it. And so, and it feels really confident. It is amazing. It's so powerful when you can give that silence the space and those people the space to have it. So silence comes in. And then all of a sudden you start to hear this melody just like building. And when I heard that, I was like, this sounds like a wave building. And immediately I had this metaphor in my mind of, of actually showing and explaining that to them. And so the way I deliver Paradiso is I say, that beat's going to drop away. That's okay. We don't need it. I want you to close your eyes and imagine that melody building and taking the form of a wave. Quite literally, it's water coming towards you, getting bigger, swirling, swelling, growing, and coming towards your feet. And as it starts to wash over your legs and over your toes, you realize there's no need to be scared. All of those feelings you walked in here with today, loneliness, disconnection, grief, imposter syndrome, lack of belonging start to wash away as that water lifts you up. And as it continues to grow, and then I start to bring my voice in, as it continues to grow and make you feel weightless, that wave is replacing all of those feelings with joy, community, connection, purpose. And that's when people start cheering. And like the, the melody is getting louder and bigger and bigger and bigger, right? And by the time we get to this beat drop, it is it's like this complete explosion of energy. And it's been me speaking and the song is just going, but everybody is so in it with me. And it's because I described a story because I asked them, I wasn't even talking about anything specific in terms of, of a really sad anything. It was like, but people have chills and it's because I've developed this storyline. And so motivation and having a track that allows you to do that storytelling is really effective. So don't be scared of the silence and I would love to help you come up with your own motivational track. It's not going to come after just tonight. If you're in a place where you feel awkward and you're like, I have no idea how to do this. Motivation is an entire module in Instructor Magic for a reason, but you will get that PDF afterwards. Now let's talk about effective motivation. Thank you, Janet. It is not your diary or your vulnerable testimony, okay? And so this is where I think some people get it wrong. Some instructors get it wrong when they're first starting out. They feel like they need to be completely vulnerable. And if you like Brene Brown as much as I do, um, she talks about this vulnerability hangover when we've like overshared with somebody. And that is times a million when you are on the podium and when you're an instructor. It is so oversharing, especially with specifics about your story, is not what we do. 
And we motivate from scars, not wounds. So there is a time absolutely to share maybe with your riders, depending on the connection you have with them, that like you're not having the best day. I usually do that at the end, at the stretch, and I will congratulate them and say, you know what? I didn't actually have the best day before I came here, but you made it. You completely turned it around. I don't share that before the ride because honestly, that's not their problem. And it takes the focus away from them and what their needs are. And I am like serving them, right? There is a moment to be human. But when we talk about scars, not wounds, we talk about you being past the, the, the lesson, the, the thing, the hard part of that lesson and being able to, to help other people. It's like if you were going through the hardest time in your life and then somebody was like, hey, can you help me get through the same thing? You're like, I'm not, even, I'm not past it yet. I can't help you. I'm still in the weeds here. But once you're through the weeds, you're often like really wanting to show people that there's like light at the end of this tunnel, right? Motivation is also not something you use in every track because you would lose people. They'd be like, this is way too emotional. I need to go back to my therapist's office. Like, this is not what I signed up for. I want to have fun. It's also not a pre-rehearsed speech that never changes. The way I just showed you about Paradiso is like, I changed that up. I use different words. I, I adjust as I go. And I can use the same song and motivate in a million different ways, depending on what's going on in the world, right? It's also not a million different motivational messages that conflict. And so what we talk about in Instructor Magic is how do you layer and like breadcrumb these little words to the point where you can tell that story. And you've been talking about fear, doing it scared, being resilient in like little moments throughout the entire ride. So it's a story that you tell throughout that entire ride that invites people to do, dig deeper and have breakthroughs and see themselves connecting with your prompts. Um, I'll give an example maybe at the end if I, because. I want to talk more about this, but I also want to be mindful of time. It's also often posed in the form of questions, prompts, repetition of strategically placed word and catchphrases used in climactic moments. Catchphrases like as a little surface level for what I actually mean, but like, yes, you can. For instance, um, don't think, just do. Do it scared. These are sort of the catchphrases I'm talking about. Uncomfortable or unable. That's a great question. And when we talk about the repetition, I always like to give a shout out to Angela Davis, who's like my original OG motivator um, inspiration. She will repeat a phrase until you like believe it, until it is taken root inside of you. And I do this with my writers too, because when you allow silence to happen and when you also repeat a word or a phrase multiple times, those are two big indications that you are confident in what you're saying. Having the ability to allow silence to just hang there intentionally, not feel the need to fill it, means you are confident and people immediately want to hear what you have to say next. When you repeat a catchphrase or a word or, or something and you're like, yes, you can. And people immediately, like immediately in their mind will answer you, no, I can't. And that's when you come back, yes, you can. And they're like, oh. How does she know what I'm thinking? And then you say it a third time. Yes, you can. And you can even ask them to scream it back at you. And so it's like you're getting them to, you're, you're committing to what you're asking them to say or, or think or feel. Um, don't think, just do. Don't think, just do. Don't think, just do. And you say it like, it's almost like you're addressing each corner of the room. Often motivation is inspired by a phrase. In this round of Instructor Magic, I have, a hundred of my favorite quotes that you can take from and and use to your to inspire you because when we have a phrase that we center an entire room like class theme around 
internally, we don't need to share that with anybody else. But if we have that quote in our mind, even if we share it at the end or share it at some point in the ride, people will like latch on to that. Yeah, motivational phrase. Yeah. And so the thing is like, you got this great job. It's a little surface level, right? It's a little like, it's a little, um, it's just, it's, we want, we're talking about deep motivation. We're talking about like really connecting with our riders. Um, I even like, I'm challenging myself at the end of the ride to to ha- not high five people and say, great job, great job, great job. I'm challenging myself to like actually say something that was true in that moment beyond being great job. You absolutely, I love the eye contact. I love the way you just reached down and added some more when I, your cheering was amazing. Like I'm giving them really like specific um, feedback based on what was happening in the room. Now, this is a great, and Mike, I love the, the, um, the engagement. Thank you for, for chatting. I'm going to come back to your question at the end about the studio. But so here are some themes, and this would be a great thing to, to screenshot or take a photo of. I'm going to move my, my little head again, actually, over here. There I go. Um, so when we talk about, like, it can be sometimes hard to, to put what I'm saying into practice, right? You're like, okay, great. There's a quote, right? There's a crutch phrase, right? There's a theme. But like, what are those themes? And so when we talk about like taking yourself out of the specifics of your story, maybe you're thinking about a story that's inspired you, but you don't need to tell it specifically. What I will do is name these words specifically and say, like, the key to success is building, like, building your resilience. Success isn't about people being lucky, about people being naturally gifted, about people having the best opportunities. Some of those things will help them. But if you do not have resilience, if you are not a person was going to get back up after you've been kicked down, after you've been rejected, after you've fallen, after you've failed, quote unquote, you are not going to succeed. And people will often share that moment. So I'm talking about resilience, right? Resilience can also re- re- like relate to getting back up after they haven't found the rhythm out of the saddle yet. They, like It can relate to all different things you're talking about in that ride. Change, opportunities, pain slash grief. It can be about grief of like a former version of themselves. It can be about grief about loss, losing opportunities. It doesn't need to be about grief specifically about a person. And obviously, like when I talk about not being manipulative and being really ethical with your motivation, uh, some people won't consent. Like they're coming with, a, you don't know what somebody's coming to that room with. You don't know what they're going through. And so being at like this like high level word theme association will allow them to take, make their own connections celebration, acceptance and kindness to yourself, to others, progress over perfection, community connection, bravery, being brave enough to walk into those doors for the first time, being brave enough to reach down and add it in, not knowing if you can keep that resistance and that rhythm at the same time for 30 seconds out of the saddle, being brave enough to be in the front row, being brave enough to cheer for the first time, being brave enough to clap your hands before anybody else has. Like everything we do in the room can relate to what you do outside of it, right? And that's another catchphrase you can use. And when you start to really motivate authentically and start to get that connection with your ride in your room, you will get these types of messages if you haven't already. You will get these like messages where people are like, you've changed my life. You've impacted my life. I believe in myself. I just got through with the worst breakup of my life. Like I just got those those notes recently. I had somebody come up to my me after my ride saying, I'm going through like the hardest breakup of the seven year like relationship ending and your rides have gotten me through it. And I haven't said anything to you yet. And this was a rider who's in the back row. This is a rider who I don't even really know her name. She's, but she comes to my rides and she's quiet. And I had no idea. And I could hear her voice shaking as she was telling me that. 
And so when you open up and you really like commit to being a, an incredible motivator as well as an instructor, you get notes like this. I also had Anna from round four, who was an amazing instructor, like technically so sound. I reviewed her video and I was like, there's a few things here, but my biggest thing is that I feel like you can go much deeper. And she immediately was like, that is exactly what I'm struggling with. And in the last week of round four, so three rounds ago, she had multiple members come up to her after her class and mention that motive, her motivation and moved them to tears. Of course, like if tears are good, great. We don't want to aim for that. But big emotion is, is fantastic because you have the potential to impact people's lives. Um, and also became the lead instructor at her studio after taking Instructor Magic, which was amazing. Moving on to marketing. So marketing is important because if no one knows how amazing you are, how can you change their lives? If you are doing all this work, becoming an amazing motivator, coaching effectively, queuing, having the best choreo, like putting all this work into what you do in the room, but you're too scared to post about your rides or develop really cool themes or go into your deep into your personal brand or have a photo shoot or take videos of yourself or anything beyond posting your schedule. Um, nobody's going to know how amazing you are and you won't be able to impact their lives, right? So it's actually selfish to, to like keep you for yourself when you are magical and when you are a gift to others. It is selfish. I'm, I will die on this hill to not invite people who can benefit from what you have to say and the things you know you deeply want to tell them and help them through if you, if you don't invite them to your rides. Social media is also the virtual connection with riders and clients. Like some of the people who come to my ride won't ever come and talk to me after the ride for whatever reason, but they'll send me like paragraphs on paragraphs about whatever afterwards. And so, and they'll give me theme ideas and they'll give me song requests and they'll connect with something I said. And it's the, it's like the virtual connection, right? For instructors, also visual platforms are best. Easy content videos from rides or grabbing like some, uh, filming a reel right after your ride. TikTok and Instagram, I highly recommend. If you have Facebook groups too, that's fine. And also like how, what content are you creating? Um, this is a little bit of a tidbit from Inside Instructor Magic, but if you're, if you're creating content, people want to know who you are. People want to know like what you like. It doesn't have to be all spin related. It does not have to be about cycling. It can be about your favorite songs. It can be about the things you enjoy. When I go to a new studio or visit a new place, the first thing I do is go to their studio's website and then I creep Instagram, like creep instructors on Instagram who I might want to ride with and see if I can extrapolate like who they are so that I know if I'll enjoy their ride beyond they're just having a theme. It's one of the first things I do. And so when you're thinking about bringing new people into your rides, if you do not have a presence in social media, you're, you're going to be missing out on a lot of people who that is their first, that's their first uh, action, like step to find out who you are. Themes, co-leads, and events go beyond just the social media stuff, which is a big part of Instructor Magic. Social media, personal branding, captions, reels, how to film them, all that stuff is are things that we talk about. It's a mega module. Honestly, it should be a course on its own. But I just love it so much. And so when you strategically use themes and co-leads and events, um, there are ways to boost your attendance. I have one of my most popular rides is a, is a recurring theme on Sundays called Rise and Wrap. I just had an instructor today ask me, she's like, I, and she's, um, she's an instructor at our studio. I was like, hey, I need a, an idea for a recurring theme. And I said, what themes have you used before that have gone well? And she's like, I've never used a theme. I was like, what? And she's a bit newer, but I was still surprised to hear that. 
And so I said, before you think about a recurring theme, you need to think about what themes have worked and just test them out and see what your writers enjoy. See what kind of playlists you enjoy creating. And then think about genres. Think about decades. Think, think about like things that still allow you flexibility. But when you use themes effectively, people will look on the schedule and they'll see something different. And they'll be like, oh, what's that? Right? Their eyes will be drawn to that theme just because it's different. And so you have this almost event that you've created that then gets people excited because it's a little bit different. So you get the veterans who come in and all that sort of stuff. My dream is a 90 minute 90s ride. Angela, I might need to grab that and give you credit for it because it's amazing. And I do a lot of throwbacks, 90s and 2000s. Um, that's my, I mean, honestly, when I, when I brand something 90s and 2000s, it's basically an actual just regular ride for me. But again, it's strategically used because it's a theme. You can do throwback Thursdays, Rise and Map for Morning Rides, Hip Hop Tuesdays, you know, Flashback Fridays, like you can use alliteration, whatever. Um, but ask your followers also, if you don't know which ones to use, ask them when you have a social media presence, you can say, hey, what theme do you want to see next? And they will give you ideas. Now, I've built my Instagram to 13,000 followers. Um, and I, that's not everybody's goal and that nor should it be. But the things I found in terms of success, because when I started doing this presentation, I think it was at like 10,000. So it's been cool to see that. Own your unique style and communicate that through social media. You are not the instructor for everybody. Stop trying to make every single person who comes to the studio come to your rides. There's going to be a subsect of people who will never come to your rides and you just wish them well. Wish them well. The more clear you are about who you are and the music you like, the 90s music. If somebody doesn't like my 90s music, you don't want them to come to your 90s ride, right? And so if you're clear about who you are, you're going to attract those people um, in closer. And the ones who don't, that's fine. There's people who don't come to my rides still. And I've been at Wheelhouse since the beginning and they just don't, they have a different style they enjoy. That's more EDM, a little bit more like slow. It's like not quite my like, you know, crazy high energy or deep feels motions. And I also like explicit rides. People who don't like explicit lyrics aren't going to enjoy my rides. Clean up your bio, including your profile picture. Be clear on the intention behind your social media profiles. You can have a private Instagram account. Um, or you can have a public Instagram account that's both, or you can have like two. I have two. I, I love that, Mike. I have, um, I'm doing a makeups and breakups ride tomorrow. If you're not currently teaching, consider making a public profile and building that first. This will help studios see your unique value because ultimately they're going to want somebody who can like bring people in and who are different than the people they have on their roster. So if you're trying to be exactly like somebody that's already teaching there, they're going to be like, well, I already have a Hannah. I need a, I need somebody who's different, who's going to attract a different age group, a different, um, yeah, a, a different community who is interested in what they're interested in, right? Um, and show, don't just tell, grab content, specifically videos, and use them frequently. Now, mindset and confidence. Confidence is the key word for round seven of Instructor Magic. Confidence, authenticity. Rowen from the Netherlands is going to be delivering a masterclass on authenticity. And she is amazing, absolutely amazing. And she's going to be talking specifically about how to be yourself on the podium um, and be confident with it. But confidence also comes from taking this journey of your seriously. You're already here tonight, which is amazing. And that means that you are taking it seriously. But you also need to realize and remember that you deserve to be up there. Okay, you deserve to be up on that podium. You have a purpose. And that purpose is often going to be one that you're not even fully aware of the major impact that you're making, but you deserve to be up there. Okay. 
let me like speak to your heart. Whoever needs to hear this right now, I don't know who it is, but I'm feeling called to say it. And when you start to believe that and really own it, you're going to feel more confident. You're going to feel whether there's four people or 20 people or 25 people or 14 people or 37 or 60, you're going to realize that you are making an impact on those people. And the numbers become less important when you are super confident in who you are. And the numbers are also going to be a lot easier to get to those wait lists when you become confident in who you are. So two ways you can become really confident right now. One, visualize success before each ride. I have a full audio training on this inside Instructor Magic. And I also have a mini one on the podcast as well, I believe, in terms of like, it's actually kind of a meditation of what to do with a minute you leave your house to go teach a class, like quite literally how you visualize success, just like you would on game day. We just had, we just had the Super Bowl. So, and I worked for a football team, visualizing success, not worrying about missing a cue, beat drop, how many people are going to be there, something going wrong. If you're going to stumble on your words, if you're not going to cue something effectively, let that all go. See success in your mind. Begin to invest in coaching. So I, I don't mean invest financially only. Of course, I would love it if you join Instructor Magic, but invest in your, in your process with your time. Invest in making sure what you're consuming. Christina Giroux does this in her, talks about this in her masterclass. What you are consuming is going to feed you. What you are consuming is going to reflect outside of the, like outside of the vault, outside the studio is going to reflect back on the podium. So who are you spending time with? What are you reading? What are you watching? What podcasts are you listening to? What narrative is going on in your mind, right? All of that's an investment. Ask for feedback from riders through surveys on what they love most about you and what they want more of. Notice that neither of those are negative connotation. Not one of those is what do you want less of? It's what do you want more of? It's not what do you hate? It's what, like, what do they love most about you, right? Brittany, I'm with you. I, I know you needed to hear it and I'm glad that you're here. Mastering your mindset. Also, remove yourself a little bit from that, that like, it's about Hannah, it's about Brittany, it's about Mike, it's about Megan, it's about Keegan, whoever. Look at your data, right? There's going to be rides that are harder to fill. And that's just a fact. That is just a fact. People are less available. Schedules are harder. It's going to be harder to fill them. Um, when you do something though, when you do a theme, I want you to actually take note of how many people signed up. Um, if you have, yeah, if there's slower season, so Australia is at a different time zone than us right now, obviously, but if you have a season like summer, obviously it's going to be slower, right? It's always slower in Winnipeg. People have go to the lake, they're out of there. What can you do to anticipate that and know that it's going to be like that? January, February, it's very, very busy. How can you build momentum and get people excited? Because you're going to have a lot of new people. So anticipate that there's going to be a lot of new riders and clients. Maybe you hang out in front of, in, in your studio for 10 minutes earlier than you normally would to chat with those new riders and really talk to them after class so that they stick with the program and come back and see your rides. Now, and the final thing that has been my sort of mantra is your success is only limited by your effort and the energy, of course, with the resources you have available to you. But energy and effort. Imagine if your potential wasn't actually limited by um, your ability or what you think your ability could be, right? Imagine if your potential was only limited by the effort you put into improving. Now, there's going to be some real limitations that certain people have, and that's fine. But just imagine for a second that you were actually getting in your own way just because you can't even visualize what it would be like to be a lead studio, um, the lead instructor at your studio or have every single ride 
where you feel confident and amazing. You're having so much fun and you'll leave and you're like, you know what? There was 14 people in there. And that was one of my best rides because I didn't let that affect me because I was confident. Imagine leading super crazy choreo and being like, I never thought that I could do that successfully or having motivation where everybody is cheering and wooing and hollering and clapping afterwards because they feel such big things. So we are coming to the close. We're coming to the section where I'm going to talk about instructor magic and also get into the Q&A. But I want to wrap it all up in terms of what we've covered today. Because again, this is like scraping the surface of instructor magic, but I think that we've talked a little So today we've learned about motivation, marketing, musicality, coaching mindset, and confidence, and how those things, focusing on those things can help you level up, fill classes, and change lives. I've talked about my story, going from super anxious Hannah, like literally shaking, driving to teach a 6 a.m. class, to now rolling in and feeling so confident that I can like change the playlist midway through my ride and know that my riders are going to love it. The potential that exists for you as an instructor, as a fit pro, as a studio owner, or as an aspiring instructor as well. And I like to put a time frame on this because the goal with Instructor Magic isn't just to feel confidence. It's actually to get you to a waitlisted class in six weeks. And what if you have them now consistently, and if you haven't gotten one yet, getting to that first one. And so if you could get to a consistently wasted class in just six weeks, would you be pumped? I asked my riders for this hell yes. So I'm going to, I'm hearing a virtual hell yes. And so I'd love to introduce you to Instructor Magic and share what this course is beyond what we've talked about tonight and also share the $100 off offer with you. So to give you an idea of what's included, it is an online virtual course. So that means that you have video lessons that you can access for life along with PDFs, along with my entire Google Drive full of my favorite remix like MP3s, along with all of my playlists and along with an amazing community. And along with some really cool people who are the most supportive and like amazing. This is Rebecca from Idaho. She had zero confidence when she first joined Instructor Magic and had a completely different evaluation. She's a cycle bar instructor um, and one of the sweetest people ever. We start February 18th. So that's just a week away. You have access to this for, for life. So you can come back to it whenever you need. But there's a really cool live element because we do bi-weekly live Q&As with me where we're on Zoom. I can see you, you can see me. There's video lessons on all of these different things that we talked about. I have a voice coach, a speech pathologist who comes in and does a live masterclass with all of you to help you motivate effectively on the microphone. 105 best motivational tracks and speech prompts. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to make that live. There's like a, the link to, to join if you want to bi-weekly live calls together and a Facebook community. And so the code for everybody who's joined on the webinar, if you join by tomorrow night, you get that one-on-one video lesson feedback with me and $100 off. And the code is webinar magic. It's right underneath when you go to check out, there's like, have a coupon code. It's not in a super obvious place. So let me know if you need help finding it. Just some, some extras. We have Ryan Jones, who's a mindset instructor. He's a, a mindset coach in Instructor Magic. He's also a Soul Cycle instructor. We have Cortland who is a motivator in Regina, who's done her masterclasses on coaching. We have Jordan, who does a masterclass on social media and being inclusive in your language. There's also this round, a choreography vault. So I'm recording instructional videos on how to deliver complex choreography and cue it and layer it so that you get inspired. All of the masterclasses, so Rowan, Aida, Ryan Jones, um, Christina Giroux in this one as well. Instagram caption prompts, reels, training, top performing class themes, and all-time best ride playlists. 
it's not your basic certification. It's designed to go above and beyond and really deepen your understanding of rhythm-based indoor cycling and help you level up and become a masterful coach on that podium. If you feel completely lost and you hate social media, this is the course for you. If you want to heal self-doubt and use class templates and formulas to level up your abilities, this is the course for you. If you want to level up your abilities and learn how to deliver impactful, soul-shaking motivation like we talked about tonight, this class is for you. And if you want a personal mentor who truly believes in your success and wants to help you in all these areas, this course is for you. These are some of the pieces of feedback. And honestly, I have a folder of probably a hundred of these and I could literally get emotional like reading some of them because I remember how nervous I was when I first started teaching and to know that this course has helped so many instructors feel more confident and like fall back in love with teaching has um, just honestly changed my life. And I love, of course, what I do. I love the community that we have. Carolyn was one of my first ones. And one of the things she loved the most was the community. She's like, I haven't felt like I've had a group of people since I was in the theater community. And this has changed my life. So unlike other six-week intercycling mentorship programs, it's rooted in technical roadmap. I've proven, I've tried to get you to waitlist a class. And it's because it's scalable. It's made for new instructors, veteran instructors, studio owners, and those aspiring to get to the podium. There's gonna be parts of it that are above your head right now and parts of it that you're like, okay, I've got that, but I'm really, I really need help with the marketing or I really need help with the motivation or I really need help with the, the choreography. And it's also the most affordable course on the market. Um, I've capped it. There's a payment plan. You can pay by PayPal or Stripe, um, the credit card, whatever works for you. I love, I'd love to help you up level up this year. So again, $100 off if you register by tomorrow at midnight. Um, and that is it. Let's get into our Q&A, friends. If anybody has any questions on any of this, I guess I'll have my little Q&A slide. That's okay. Um, maybe I'll stop sharing. So I don't see any questions right now, but we're in the Q&A section. So if you have any questions, I'm, I'm hoping we do, because that's one of my favorite parts about this whole webinar, about Instructor Magic or about, um, or about anything else, like quite literally. You can throw it in the Q&A side or you can throw it in the chat as well. Um, but right now I see, let me look at Mike had a great question. And Jenna talked about struggling to get the words up before the beat drop. So let me just see. And so you can put it in the Q&A or you can put it in the chat. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> Mike, why can I see? Oh, Keegan, you're just like, I feel like you're setting me up for these great answers. Okay, so, and I see some, okay, um, this will not be the only round of Instructor Magic this year, but I don't know when the next one's going to be, truthfully. It might not be till the fall for, for Jenna. So it's going to be, especially, um, this is a live round, meaning we're doing live coaching, live Q&As and um the live masterclasses and so each time a masterclass person comes they deliver it live and then it's in a recorded vault and so if you want that live coaching and that live cohort feel um there might be a time when instructor magic's just delivered anytime but it's going to be a self-paced course instead so right now i have february and march where i've dedicated to instructor magic and so i know that that's this is going to be the only one for for right now okay Okay. Oh, you know what? Everybody's wondering where to sign up. So I'm gonna throw the I'm gonna throw the page into the chat. And I will pin it, maybe. 
Okay, Javon. There you go. And the code is right. It's magic webinar. It's magic webinar. Okay, I'm going to give it to you right here, friends. I apologize for that. So the first link I posted, that is the entire website. And so when you click on that, that'll take you to the entire website. And there is a checkout link button uh, that I've also posted right at the top. And so when you put magic webinar, webinar is the code in the coupon code section, then you can sign up. Okay. Okay, Mike's question was, and I see the other question coming in, so I'm just trying to find his because I know that it was first. I teach the health club where riders don't sign up in advance, they just show up to class. How do you build attendance when people don't register in advance? So here's the thing. I fell in love with with um, indoor cycling at a studio, at a, at a club, like the one you're describing, where there was no sign up in advance. And yet, um, one of motivators, instructors, who I love and who now rides with me and who's taken Instructor Magic, I and ironically had a lineup outside the door for when her, her class would start and she did not have a pre-sign-up. Um, she built attendance by, by being great at what she did, by making it feel like an event to the point where people would be like, I have to get there early to get in line to get into this health club, like to take that class. And so building attendance um, is going to be partly what you do in that room. Um, it's going to be referrals. It's going to be asking people to bring a friend for the next one. It's going to be how you market it. So taking photos and being on social media and being present, being like that energy was amazing, building some FOMO. And so what we do in Instructor Magic is talk about marketing. Like, how do you not just invite people to your ride, but how do you actually make people feel like they've missed out by not coming? My last Rising Rock class I had on Sunday I didn't ask anybody to post about it afterwards. And I probably had 12 people post stories being like, that was wild, that was wild, that was wild. They did all the marketing for me. And I know this Rise and Wrap class I have next coming up is, is waitlisted because of that. So there's many things you can do outside of, of having the registration. It's a little harder because you don't know how many people are going to be coming, but you would still just approach it very similarly, Mike. So I can get into more specifics. Maybe find, find me in my DMs. Um, okay. Oh, Keegan, I'm seeing your question here. And yes, we, uh, Wesem, I know that you have a weird time zone and I, sorry, not weird time zone. I didn't mean to say that you have a different time zone. Like you're in a different time zone. It's a, there's a weird time difference is what I meant to say. Um, and so the re replay will be sent out right away if it's not even already in your inbox. Janet. Yay. Yes, Janet. You missed rather than rap. <laughs> we were all sorry for you. I'm just kidding. Okay, so Shauna, how can we tackle teaching classes at less convenient time slots? Yep. So Shauna, I teach 930s. I teach 930 Tuesdays, 930 Thursdays. Tomorrow, I have around 26 people in my ride. Um, and I did that after last week having 12 people in my Tuesday 930 ride. And that is just, first of all, to show that like, when I talk about waitlisted rides, not every single one of my rides is consist like is always waitlisted. But when I want to get it to a place where it's going to be there, I know how to do it because I use my own system. So I haven't themed a Tuesday ride in a long time. I'm doing the makeups and breakups ride tomorrow at 930. And what it reveals to me, because I have 26 people now, is like, oh, they're available. They just need a reason to come. 
They just need a reason to get excited. And they're excited about this theme. So tomorrow, what I'm going to do is I'm going to chat with every single person and ask, are you usually working on Tuesdays? I'm like, hey, I haven't seen you here before. It's usually working. They'll be like, oh, no, I just don't come. I'm like, OK, amazing. What theme do you want to see next week? What do you and I'm going to ask them specifically what it's going to take to get them to come back to the next time slot? Because I know for a fact that this theme is working, right? So building up a bit of a, a recurring event is is one way that we do this. Building up um, that event by doing co-leads or team teachers or whatever you want to call them. Um, I've brought in different companies to do sponsorships of of different time class times. I've done charitable events to get a lot of excitement about a particular day, um, both because it's amazing to do that for the community and it gets people into my rides. And so late morning, midday on weekdays. Yeah. And that's, that's, I teach at that time. And Jordan from Cycle Bar teaches at that time. And we've talked about that in Instructor Magic, like the 9 30, 12 PMs. I also teach 12 PM on Fridays. And my average like, is like 20, 20 something people in those rides. And what I've noticed is I, the people who come to all of my rides and really enjoy them also come to those ones, but it's because I've built up this following. And so it's going to take a bit of time and that's completely fine. But Themes will help you develop that event sort of feeling instead of just having like it be a, a time slot that's harder for people to come to. Throwback Thursdays, 2000s, pop, boy bands versus girl bands. These are all really easy performing, like easy, quick wins for you to just like take and put in your pocket. Um, thinking about things that are happening in the world, like Rihanna, that would be a great theme to do for a 930, Rihanna versus somebody else. These are all different, like themes are like the first kind of low hanging fruit. And then we could talk more um, if you join Instructor Magic about how we can build up those slots. Um, okay. Pre-class conversations. So I think Keegan also asked about the pre-class conversations. Walk in a room and Maddie says, one thing I struggle with is pre-class conversations. Okay, so does, has, anybody, has anybody downloaded my pre-class speech guide? The pre the free pre-class speech guide that I have, um, that's like an eight-page PDF. If you have not, um, somebody else asked about this yesterday, and then she's like, I forgot that I had downloaded that. I'm going to look back at that again. The pre-class, that whole time frame and what to say during the ride and what to say after the ride um, is, okay, great. So I would invite you to revisit that. But the, the struggle with like the 10 minutes on the microphone it depends if there's nobody in the room, like let them be because they don't want to hear you for 10 full minutes either. They might not even walk into the room for 10 minutes beforehand, but there's things that you can do. So reminder about bike setup. You can be like, team, I know most of us have been here before, but I just wanted to run through proper bike setup because I've noticed that some people are haven't probably adjusted their seats in a while. And, you know, you can even say like we we're we're doing this whole thing. We want to make sure that you're healthy and set up for success. So let's all just like, like, just bear with me. Just play with me for a second. We're going to do a bike setup. And you let's do a re like reminder about what proper bike setup should be. You can you can brief people. You can say, we're going to be working on resistance this class because all of you have been here for a long time. And I want every single person to add more resistance for one track more than they have already. Somebody's going to come in and be like, oh, my God, what are we doing? You're like, great, Jessica. So nice to see you here today. We're going to be talking about resistance this class. Or you can. Like, so you can do, we can brief people. Um, I like to uh, open the room uh, like five minutes before we start 
And I will be talking to new riders. I'll be making sure they're set up for success. I'll be talking to veteran riders. I'll be making fun of myself. I'll be joking. I'll be dancing. I always have my most fun music tracks on as people are walking in. I'll be singing. I'll be rapping. I'll be setting up my own bike. I'll be saying, you know what? Should we do a weight track? Should we do a weight track today? And I'll be like having fun with people. And they'll be like, yes. I'm like, okay. Only because Janet asked for a weight track. We'll be doing one. Um, so getting people into the vibe that you want them to be feeling before they step onto that, like before they actually like get into the work. If you're not having fun, if you're not leading with that energy, it's going to people are, are you're, it's, it's almost like you're the party host. So if you can imagine yourself welcoming people into your house, how do you want to welcome them? You want to be like, okay, great. Here's where the snacks are. Feel great. If like grab the weights, make sure that you high five your neighbor. I'll even like get them to chat with each other. I'll be like, tell each other who you're um, who you're cheering for on Sunday for the Super Bowl. Um, And you can say Rihanna as a vote. So all of those things I have again, and I welcome each rider personally, just like, thank you, Janet. I'll chat with them. I'll take my headset off for a second because you don't need to be on the microphone the entire time. I think they would probably want you to be present in the room, I would imagine. And like uh, mostly on the microphone, but you can have pauses. You can be silent. You can take drink water, that sort of stuff. Um, Keegan, so you can find that in my Instagram bio and it's also, it's, it's a, it's a part of Instructor Magic. So if you join Instructor Magic as well, you'll, you'll get it because I have the pre-class, the post-class, um, all of those different guides. And it's like eight pages. I think you'll love it if you haven't gotten it already. Um, okay. Q and A only. How, so I've already answered, um, Shauna. And if you've joined, I'd love to know, cause I haven't looked at my phone at all. So I usually see who's, who's joined afterwards. Um, okay. So Keegan, a situation that's particular. And so, so I don't want to say this is toxic because I haven't read through it the entire, uh, the entire way, but I do want to say that, uh, that's something that we cover where are my testimonials in, in instructor magic is challenging studio relationships. Um, because the reality is some of you are going to be at a studio currently that is not your ideal home. It's not your forever home as an instructor. I am lucky enough to be at Wheelhouse and have been here for four years since we opened. But prior to that, I was at a different studio that like wasn't really my my style. It just wasn't wasn't where I was knew I was meant to be. But it was my sort of my like boot camp for really cutting my teeth and and working on my skills and getting rid of all the like anxiety so that when I came to Wheelhouse, I was going to be more confident. Still took some time, but it felt like training camp or something. And that's how I treated it. I treated it as, a, as an opportunity to get what I could out of it. So I just wanted to say that upfront, you're not going to be able to change every single situation. One thing that Spencer from um, Denver, who was in the first round, I don't know if anybody here is from Colorado, but um, he's amazing. And um, he was struggling with a very similar situation from what I'm reading right now, Keegan, about studio changing and where he ended up after being in Instructor Magic for three weeks was he he quit his first studio and joined a different one. Um, and the second one wasn't as like, as technically like rhythm-based um, choreography, it, but it made him feel great. And he loved the leadership and he loved the team. And so the benefits of where, of either studio that you find your home at, and there's an entire guide in this inside of Instructor Magic, even like how to navigate challenging situations like this, um, just know that like 
your options might be to move at some point. So co-owner wants the estate to be your own, all about her. Mm, that's hard. So I, what I would do if I were you, Keegan, is I would really focus, um, I would focus on the riders. I would focus on building my, my community. If they want to take an individual approach to how they lead the studio, that's fine. I would focus my time on all the people that they're not focusing on. I would make every single rider feel special. I would take a very entrepreneurial mindset to my rides, which I do currently, and be like, how can I pretend like this is my home? This is my space. The entire first module of Instructor Magic is called Mastering Your Domain. And it talks about being very entrepreneurial in terms of like, this is you are the master of this space. And so how are you going to take ownership for that might be like, getting some candles and bringing them in for an extra for a really motivational ride to like change the ambiance that might be bringing in props every motivator wheelhouse does similar things and are we all like best friends no but we respect each other and we're all like a team who has a very similar goal of the riders if they didn't feel that way i would still be focusing on those riders and making them all feel amazing one thing you could do um to show that and maybe even lead by example is write a note to some of your riders, like write sticky notes. This is something that Christy from our studio did recently. And we, for all of our milestones, we have write, uh notes on each, each bike that our people team write. They're amazing. But maybe you write a sticky note and being like, you're amazing. I'm so proud of you. Different things. And you put them on every single bike for people, for your riders. Start to do stuff like that and lead by example. Um, because when we focus on, when we focus on, the toxic stuff or the things that we like wish were different um, instead of kind of leading and being that version of what we want to see, we can waste energy because there's going to be people you can change, people you can't change. And sometimes a good conversation will help a lot of this, but other times it's really just focusing on what matters most. And those are going to be the people in your room. So that's a very quick answer to probably a very complex situation, but um, I hope that it helps. Yeah, I think it toxic quick. Um, yeah. And the thing is, Jenna, like, it's like, that totally depends, right? Like for me, I I kind of have blinders on and I don't really compete with any of my other bows. And I know that they don't really compete with me either. Like we're, we're striving to produce the best ride that makes them people feel the most happy. If I see that my numbers are lower and there's a a person after me, I'm like more curious about like, okay, is this consistent? Is, are my numbers dipping again? Like taking yourself out of the situation to be like, what's the data telling me? Is it me or is it the studio as a whole? Um, is this other person doing something really well? Amazing. Riders love to see when you support each other. I love going to other motivators rides and like gassing them up. I love team teachers. If somebody's doing something really well, do a team teach with them, do a co-lead with them, like get them, like align yourself with them. Great. Thanks, Keegan. I'm glad that that helped. Okay, how does your choreo playlist message differ from a 5 a.m.? First of all, I would never teach a 5 a.m. That's not, she is not the one, but I, I'm just joking. Um, I would, I'm sorry, I'm just opening a bubbly here in the corner. Um, okay, so, but I'm just joking some of that. Um, so I have taught 6 a.m. classes before and I find, I'm just going to be me now. Okay, so I have taught 6 a.m. classes um, before and to be honest, like a lot of, I have a lot of similar riders um, who come to all of my classes at all time 
frames, the 6 to 45, the 1130, the 930. And they did come to this exam too. I had riders who loved the fact that I did not back away from the 6 a.m. Um, thing and make it really slow and chill. I would maybe back away from the big choreography in track one and track two. I would respond to the numbers just as I would and the people in the room. So if I look at my roster and I see that I have six new riders, I'm not going to deliver the same type of um, choreography that I would or coaching. I would be much more communicative about effort and describing how things should feel, giving them more body cues, giving more options for different things. And so that's how that would change. Um, yeah. Hey, Janet, she's just coaching out here. I love it. Um, and so the 5 a.m., the 6 a.m. thing is like, number one, don't let that get in your mind about it needing to be different. You might not get the same energy from people, but that doesn't mean that you should change your approach completely. So I might not do as crazy, crazy choreography for track one, track two. But what I would probably do is still have high energy. I would, I would, the first song that's coming to mind is Gangster's Paradise is what I would play. I would not change any explicit lyrics. Um, I might have, depending on the people, like you might have people who are 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. who are there for a workout and they're not going to be all, all in their fields, right? And so think about what they're going to the rest of their do day doing. They want to leave on a high. They want to get be really efficient. So giving them those things um, will be great. So I would change it slightly, but not dramatically for sure introverted instructors oh my gosh i can't believe we're at 8 30 okay um introverted instructors so i think that you can be introverted and if you're an instructor you still have you still are going to be a little bit extroverted in terms of like feeling confident enough to be on the podium right and so what i would maybe do is if you feel yesterday somebody in the questions asked about um how to talk to people in the studio and like how to like, she's like, I'm really confident on the podium, but I'm not confident speaking to people. And so I gave her a few different cues. And again, there's a lot of this in instructor, inside instructor magic, but um, you can say things like, hey, I loved your energy today. I'm Hada, I don't know that we've met yet. And so this is just an example of like, if you're talking to them afterwards in the foyer or something. Um, what type of music do you like to listen to or work out to? And then they get them, get them talking, right? People love to tell stories about themselves. And sometimes they're going to be introverted too. And when you open up that conversation, you're like, you know what, Zach, it's so funny. Um, you're like, I'm actually an introvert, but I just wanted to share with you that I loved your energy today. If you want, if you have any questions, feedback, or if you have any song requests, find me on Instagram. My handle's at Hannah Rose Finn. Um, and that's like, it can be a quick conversation. So and then in terms of the rest of the introversion, I love to do this thing where I practice, I like literally pretend like I am the most confident version of myself. I pretend like I'm playing a part. So if you've ever done like improv or anything like that, or if you can imagine um, literally like you're not yourself, you are a confident person. And so what would the most confident version of yourself do? And you like pretend like you're acting. And that's what I did for the longest time when I first started my rides is like, I'm not like Hannah nine to five, Hannah. I am the most amplified personality version of myself, but I'm just acting. And it like gives you this weird permission. Just try it the next time. First, the first module of Instructor Magic, again, is mastering your domain. And we talk about building confidence, presence, energy, how to ask for energy, literally what to say, 
how to get people to cheer, all of that stuff very tactically is in in module one. Um, But pretend like you're playing a part. Yeah, Janet, like, it's like, right? Like, sometimes you're like, I don't know that person. She is wild. And that's, that's how I am as well. It's not about faking it until you make it. It's practicing it until you become it. And this is just a skill to learn, my friend. Um, so Chani, you can start conversations by asking people what music they like. You can ask them to reach out to you in the DMs. You can still be yourself, but just maybe an amplified version of it. And um, when I leave my rides, I'm often like quiet in my car listening to a podcast because I'm like, I just gave everything I had and now I need to pause. Um, okay, let's see if I have more questions in the Q&A. Um, Jenna and Keegan, your engagement has been amazing. Angela, no, I hate that. I feel like my owner at my making studio hates me. Please send me a DM. I want to tell you that's not true. Um, or at least give you some uh, a virtual hug. So team, I don't see any other questions, but I would love to see if anybody has questions about Instructor Magic or anything, find me my DMs. I would love to see you inside. Again, we start on Sunday. We have Rowen, um, Aida from the Netherlands is going to be guest coaching. We have a mindset instructor. I feel so passionate about like what I do and this group. And this tonight was amazing. You're going to get the motivation PDF in an email from me in probably about seven minutes. If you haven't already gotten the replay from tonight, I guess that'll happen right after this is done. You'll get that as well. Um, and if anybody needs the link, you can find me on Instagram. That's it, friends. I hope you have the best rest of your whatever day it is. Thank you, Keegan. And like share if you want to put your handles in the chat right now, um, share your your Instagram handles with people. And I'm sure people would see Corey, Marcella, Ashton. What a cool name. Jenna, Janet. Uh, Janet, I just love you. I'm going to post Janet on my stories. Keegan Stapley. I love your name, Keegan. Oh, you're the best. Okay, bye, everyone. I'm going to, um, yeah, I'm going to just find me my DMs and I will, and I'll share. Kala.ys. Love you all. Pink hand grenade. What a cool, cool handle. Okay, bye, everyone. And I will see you inside Instructor Magic if you choose to join. If not, I'll see you on Instagram. Bye. Thanks for listening all the way to the end of the Yes You Can podcast. If you loved this one, I would so appreciate a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. That lets others know that, hey, this is a good podcast and it's worthwhile to listen to. If you really loved it, make sure to share with somebody you love who could benefit from a little magic and motivation in their lives. Thanks so much, friends, and have a great day.